Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulihi al-kareem wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in amma ba'd. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Viewers and listeners, welcome to another episode of the Ilm Feed podcast. Today, alhamdulillah, we have with us very, very special guest um, all the way from Canada. That's right, from Canada. Um, he's actually a very dear brother of mine, um, someone that I've spent a lot of time with, especially on tour. He has performed in countries all across uh, the world, and most recently, he's here in the UK. An a cappella nasheed artist who uh, recently, just last year, actually, um, he released his album Maktoub, uh, which we're going to find out more about, inshallah. And it gives me a great pleasure to introduce... Our guest for today on the podcast, Brother Elias Mao. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. It's my pleasure, bro. Thank Alhamdulillah. you. Alhamdulillah. Thank you so much for, for taking your time out to be here uh, with us. Alhamdulillah. We've, we've spent quite a bit of time together yes, uh, in, in the last few weeks. Alhamdulillah. Um, how have you been finding in the UK so far? Honestly, man, it's just a fast life. I yeah. need to get used to it. Because I come from like uh, a city where it's just like slow paced, you know, it's chilled out and uh, everybody's just doing their thing. Yeah. You know, you're just chilling. But I come here and everything's just on the go. So um, I, I'm trying to, you know, get used to it. Yeah. Guelph. Am I saying it right? Guelph. Guelph. Canada. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Guelph. A lot of people say golf, but <laughs> it's Guelph. Yeah. So the so thing is, like uh, uh, us lot here in Britain, we're, we're, we're not too familiar with Canada. So probably, um, you know, Toronto, like the standard places. So Guelph, how far is that? Where are we looking in, in so, Canada? So, okay. Um, one thing I want to clarify, mm-hmm. Canada is not America. Yeah, oh, come on, man. <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> Everybody tells me, that. oh, back in America, how is this? I'm like, listen, yeah. Canada is different from America, right? Okay. Um, and it's a huge country. It's a massive country. Going mm-hmm. from one coast to another is like probably five-hour flight. Wow. Uh, so it's, it's pretty big. Um, yeah. Toronto is the capital <clears throat> of uh, Ontario. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's a little southern. Uh, and uh, my city is 50 minutes away from Toronto. So okay. I can get the whole, you know, fast life feel in Toronto. But at the same time, I prefer to, you know, stay in my Guelph and uh, mm-hmm. just to chill there. And then, yeah, whenever I, f- I feel like the need to go to Toronto, it's just a 50 minute drive. Okay. Go there for the day, you know, um, enjoy the perks of Toronto. So you're not too far at all, are you then? Okay. No, and I'm close to the U.S. as well. You're I can just cross the, US, the border. Yeah. yeah. Go to the U.S., you know. Okay. Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay. And um, let, let's, let's ask you a question straight away then. So is it that we here as people in, in Britain, as English people, so to speak, do we, do we um, envy your accent or do you guys envy ours? Which one? Um, you know, <laughs> I think it's both ways. Yeah. I think it's I think both so ways. As well. um, because there are so many people in, but like back home where they put on the uh, English accent sometimes just to have fun, you know. Okay. But they wish they could, you know, have the British accent. Mm. But uh, and and then I noticed over here, you guys are actually quite fond of uh, the yeah, North yeah. American accent. Yeah, yeah, we are. We are. It's <laughs> funny. It's funny. It's <laughs> just yesterday I had somebody. Oh, you got that accent. Yeah, yeah. So many people they're like, "Whoa, this guy's got such a cool, smooth, <laughs> smooth accent." <laughs> I don't know about smooth, but. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. So okay, here's what where it gets really interesting. So. So, of course, you're, you're living in Canada right now, yeah. in Guelph, um, but you were born in Somalia, yes. right? Um, but then you didn't grow up in Somalia. Where did you grow up? 
Well, I couldn't grow up in Somalia yeah. because when I was two years old, well, actually one and a half, mm. that's when the war was starting. So mm. we had to leave, right? And my father uh, took us to Pakistan um, for, you know, it, it's a quite interesting story. I don't want to get deep into it, but mm. it was just by chance, you know. Um, he took us to Pakistan and um, it was just supposed to be like a little vacation because he wanted to check out India, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. that part of the world. And uh, but we went there. how long did that vacation turn into? It turned into a six-year vacation. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and... Um, Subhanallah, it was meant to be, man. Whatever yeah, Allah yeah, plans yeah. for you, you know, the the journey that you take, it's already planned for you, right? Mm. Pakistan was just like a stopover. And Subhanallah, we just, you know, we we stayed there for six years. We learned Urdu. <laughs> My mom learned how to make all the dishes, Pakistani dishes. And yeah, man, we, 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 we were speaking Urdu, everything. Yeah. And then we moved to Canada. Wow, so you yeah. were fully like, you fully was, became a Pakistani. I was wearing yeah, the khamis, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. The sharwal, that's what you call it, right? Sharwal yeah, khamis. Yeah, yeah. I was wearing that. We, we used to go to madrasa, you know, yeah. go to school. Yeah, man, the whole wow. lot. Yeah. So what was that experience like? I mean, of course, like from a young age, it must have, it must have shaped you in some way because you had to flee from Somalia, from your, from, right. your, from your homeland. You had to go to Pakistan, which is a complete different you know, right, place. Right. And then you grew up there. I mean, what was that experience like? Well, I... I I don't remember Somalia at mm. all because okay. I was two years old. I was mm -hmm. a baby sure. um, when we met when we went to Pakistan, and uh, my earliest memory was Pakistan. That was my earliest memory, going to school, you know, have going to madrasa, right? Mm. And it's just to be honest, man. Like, like my 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 elder brothers, they're probably more you know affected by the whole situation, but I've been moving around too much and. You know, that's made me more open-minded. Mm. You know, um, we we were in Pakistan. We learned the language. And then we moved to Canada. We had to learn English, right? And now I travel the world and I meet different types of people. So it's like a, it's a, it's a journey, subhanAllah. It's a journey. And um, yeah, it, it, I, I, I appreciate people. Yeah. I appreciate because there's so many different types of people. There's so many stories, right? Mm. And I just appreciate it. I appreciate traveling, <clears throat> you know, learning new things. Sure. Um, I mean, traveling, how how important is that? I mean, one thing actually we ask um, a lot of the guests that come here is what was one of your, your favorite places, like countries that you've ever visited? What was one of the most... In ah. Let, let's start with that and then I'll ask you about uh, an experience that you've had. Ah... The most, my favorite. You don't have to say UK. It's okay, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's my, nah, that's not even in the list. I'm uh, joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, to be honest, I love um, seeing uh, nature. I mm. love nature, right? So, um, like about four days ago, I was in Switzerland. I was in the Swiss Alps. Yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe the mountains, the the, the river, the change of weather. You know, as, as, as the higher you go, it's like minus, you know, minus weather, and then you come down, and it was beautiful, man. Switzerland is one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen, mm. um, and it it's similar to Canada. It's similar to some parts mm, of Canada. Yeah. We have the same mountains, rivers, the trees, and everything. Um, I also like Australia. I love Australia. Australia. The climate there is like beautiful. Mm. I love sunshine. I love weather. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I love sunny days. You know, it's just, it, it affects your mood, you know? Um, and uh, I, I really like, like sunny, you know, sunny places. But my favorite spot, 
and this was just recent. I went to Mecca and Medina. Uh, of course. That can't, like, yeah, it yeah. tops it all. It tops it all. Yeah. That was I your had, first time as well, That was right? my first time, yeah. Um, two months ago. Yeah, that. my first time doing Umrah, and that was unexplainable, man. It's just the best places on earth. It is, it is. You can't, I guess you can't. You can't explain you can't it. You just, close, right? yeah, nothing can come close. Subhanallah, yeah. subhanallah. Alhamdulillah. Okay, that's. I mean, that's great. So you've, so you've, you, so you're saying Switzerland is probably one of your your favorite places that you've been to. But let's talk about because you've traveled. Alhamdulillah, you've tra- you've traveled extensively. Um, even just last year, I, I right. remember I, I saw one of your like uh, something on your Instagram story and it said like this is like your thirtieth something <laughs> yeah. like flight of the year. So it's <laughs> yeah. crazy. So what's what's one of your most interesting experiences whilst traveling? I know I'm putting you on the spot a bit, but. Most interesting. Yeah, like something that just stands out. It could be funny. It could be whatever. Um, well, obviously, I meet people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even on the plane, like, uh, mm. like people sitting beside me, and um, they just ask questions, right? Oh, so how are you? You know, mm. nice people, right? And when I tell them, you know, I I'm, I'm traveling, and you know, I'm 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 you know performing. Oh, what do you perform? And I love, I love it when you know uh, people have no clue. Right, mm. who I am, and when they ask me questions and I open up, yeah, they become so they 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 become surprised, like wow, you, and then can can I listen to uh, your your <laughs> your music or your songs? And I I put on my YouTube, they're they're just mind blown, right? Yeah. And subhanallah, that 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 that's probably the most interesting part. Um, I love, I love the whole, you know, um, I like people not knowing who I am. Mm. Uh, when I when I travel, I wear my hat or <laughs> wear my hoodie. You know, mm. I'm just walking like a normal person, which I love. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and then <clears throat> Subhanallah, like it gets very, uh, it gets very. Um, how do you call it? Um, it? It's it's very difficult when so many people are praising you, and Subhanallah, like I'm just a human being. Mm. You know, you gotta praise Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, right? I I'm just a delivery man. I'm just here to you know. Make yeah. you smile. That's it. That's all I am, you know. So wow. So how? I mean, because it's interesting, right? I mean, you wanna, because alhamdulillah, like especially in the last year or so, you, you're you're slowly, you know, it's growing now, you know. Um, especially your work and alhamdulillah, you're influencing a lot of people. So how do you deal with that? You know, you're traveling the world, you're on stage, you're in front of you know hundreds, sometimes thousands of people mm-hmm. praising you, whether be it you know face uh, you know to your face or on social media. How do you deal with that? I love the fact that I'm going to inspire people, mm. right? I'm on stage, um, and Allah has put me on stage, and it's a responsibility. You know, it, it's you know, it, I see it as a responsibility, yeah. and um, it's an it's an amazing experience, man. It's uh, it's it's like a high, you know, the, mm. the adrenaline rush. It's not easy to be on stage. It's not, yeah. You know what I mean? They're, talking is one thing, but singing <laughs> is, a, is a complete different thing, right? It's not easy, but... Mm. And that was, <clears throat> subhanAllah, like, I'm going to open up right now. And um, I I come from a very introvert background. Mm. So by me being on stage is a... You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's interesting yeah, yeah. because I used to have stage fright. Mm-hmm. But one thing I learned is you face your fears head on. Interesting, you know. So I love, I love it, man. I love what I'm doing. Uh, as long as it's helping people, as long as it's you know, uh, inspiring people. Alhamdulillah, that's. Alhamdulillah. 
And have you seen that then? I mean, uh, the the work that you know, not just yourself, but other artists, creatives, you know, what's what what is the impact? Because I mean, you can have, for example, uh, you know, s- scholars, right, and 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 people of knowledge, and they do have a, an amazing impact on people, and we've seen that. But you know, from my own observations as well, I've seen that when it comes to Nasheed artists in particular, and you know, people who are creative poets you know spoken word artists etc it seems to have a different kind of impact to the younger generation mm-hmm. um that's what i've observed so what have you seen from your from your travels um <clears throat> well you know art is a very powerful thing right um and uh it's it it really influences a lot of people you know sometimes the arts can touch the heart like way more effectively than any speaker or any you know scholar can, uh, and this came out from a mouth of a a, a a scholar, you know he was like oh I was on tour and you know um, there was a poet that you know did his piece on stage and that really got to me. Mm. He's like I was delivering my 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 regular you know talk, mm-hmm. but then this poet came and just moved the hearts. So you can just imagine how art affects people mm. you know and um and it's subhanallah like it's there are people who 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 especially the youngsters like they go to the arts to to get their knowledge or to to get inspired to go seek knowledge mm. you know and that's what we're trying to do like we're trying to inspire people to do good you know there there are a lot of you know, creatives that are misleading the youth, yeah, yeah. which we're trying to, you know, provide an alternative, right? Um, and, you know, uh, it's, 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 it's a powerful thing. And we have a great responsibility as artists. We have a great responsibility to, to help the youth, mm. you know, and inspire them to go seek knowledge, go and learn more, right? Be good to people, right? That's what, that, those are the kind of messages that we're trying to, we're trying to um, uh, portray, if someone, let's say, listening is really talented, has some sort of talent or some sort of skill that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has has blessed them with, but they they feel like you know, like I don't want to, I don't want to share it because you know maybe they're not confident, maybe they feel like their their intentions, you know, there's going to be an issue with their intentions wavering, etc. What would your advice be to 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 the youngsters who are listening or anyone of any age, really, any creative, anyone with a particular skill? That actually takes me back. Um, to myself, like mm. thinking about myself, I was talented, but I was very, you know, I was insecure, mm. right? And um, I just got to say that you got to start believing in yourself first. In order to do anything, you have to believe in yourself. Mm. You, that's where <clears throat> the confidence comes uh, comes from. You know, you have to believe that what you're doing is right, if it's if it's for the wrong reasons, you're not gonna go far. You know, you're not gonna go far. Mm. Like that's how I like that's what I noticed. Um, and uh, you just gotta believe in yourself. Do what you love. And art is all about sharing. You have to share art because you don't know who you're gonna touch, right? Whatever. If if it's if it's um, like a visual art piece, a mm. painting, or you know what I mean. Um, you never know who you can affect who or who you can, you know, uh, touch or help. That's the thing, because a lot of people, when they hear the word art, 
you know, here in this country, like people yeah. think, yeah, it is just something visual. It's just a painting maybe. But surely you as an artist know, and maybe you can share that with some of the listeners and viewers, that um, what does art actually mean? You know, is it, is it just like a painting, for example, or yeah. is it a lot more broader than that? To me, mm. art is an expression. Okay. Right? Art is, is an expression. Like, maybe you want to tell your story, right? You can tell it in a just, you can write it down and just talk. Mm. Or you can write it in a piece where it's like, you know, poetic. It rhymes and, you know, mm-hmm. wordplay. I'm pretty sure you know about that <laughs> wordplay, yeah. right? Or... You can draw something that, you know, that depicts your life, your life story or or an inspiration that you have. And you, you just want to visually show someone, you know, um, uh, that 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 piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually talking to someone just yes last night and um, he told me there was an artist in in Somalia and he drew a big ant, okay. a huge ant. Right. In a very beautiful mural and um he said what, what what's this about he goes until the ant is free somalia will never be uh something like that no somalia won't be safe or something or mm. will never be free until the ant is free <clears throat> okay that's deep yeah yeah <laughs> that's deep wow. until the ant is I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out until the ant is free people will never be free something like that which like it really hit me i'm like wow that is that's deep mm. you know so art is very it's a it's a form of expression you know interesting let's let's bring it now to the the the, the nasheed or you know the, the muslim creative scene right mm. so let's start from the beginning um uh, who's your, who was your you know favorite nasheed <laughs> artist or even your favorite nasheed growing up like what did you used to listen to? Man? Subhanallah, man. Funny, like you're taking me back. You're taking me <laughs> Let's back. Let's go way back, man. Let's go way back. Yeah. I was, I was probably like four or five, mm. and I heard Yusuf Islam, Cat Stevens, mm. right? And this was I was in Pakistan, and it was like on the radio or something like that, or or I don't know where I heard it. It was on a cassette tape. You know one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you even know what that is? Of course I do. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we used to we used to have cassette tapes, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, of course. Damn, I'm old. Anyway, um, we used to have cassette tapes, and I think my older brother showed me a uh, Cat Steven, or that's when he first, you know, um, mm-hmm. that's when he, uh, you know, became Muslim around that time, or maybe before that. But he started making like nasheeds, mm. I think, and um, yeah, it's it was it was a. Uh, I think that was my first introduction to nasheeds. Yeah. And then, like growing up, um, probably when I was in the eighth grade or seventh grade, I got introduced to Zayn Bika. Yeah, of course, everyone knows him. Yeah, but that was like the year 2000, 1999, 2000. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's when I got introduced to Zayn Bika. And I was like, ooh, like a... all I knew was the Arabic nasheeds, like, yeah, yeah. right? All of that mm. stuff, right? Um, so I got introduced to Zayn Bika and that really affected me. Because like, he, he, was, he was like soulful, you know? He was like, mm. he was speaking my language. I come from a hip-hop R&B background. Mm. I loved R&B. And he, he had this R&B twist to it. And that, that really attracted me, right? Growing up. 
and of course the Dawood Warnsby. Yeah, yeah. Right. We got introduced to Dawood Warnsby <laughs> when I was eight years old, and you know we we grew up listening to Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. <laughs> you remember that, right? <laughs> of course, yeah. So those those two were like you know my 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 inspirations, and Subhanallah. I actually met Dawood Warnsby several times. Yeah. He lives right near me. Really? Next city over, yeah. Oh, okay. He's from Canada. Right? He's from Canada. Okay, yeah, I didn't yeah. even know that. know that. He's a legend. <laughs> <laughs> so you've mentioned your your background. So you didn't start with uh, the a cappella and the nasheeds, mm-hmm. did you? you? You came from a different background. So I you did, mentioned yeah. R&B. So tell us a bit about your, your, your background and where you started when it came to uh, your, your singing and your creative side. So, I think I always had this in me, mm. um, because when my parents tell me stories about when I was like two, three years old, I used to sing, you know, Somali like classic Somali songs mm. that they used to listen to. You know, like they would they would have those cassettes again. <laughs> like they would they would be playing those cassettes, right? Yeah. And my parents used to just jam to you know Somali music while cooking or something like that. And 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 growing up, I've always wanted to bring these melodies playing in my head to life subhanallah it's it's weird like i don't know if you can understand but as i'm walking as i'm driving there are like melodies that are playing in my head Mm. you know i'm very 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 musical and i figured out this whole this software when i was in grade eight Mm. that was um it's called fruity loops i don't know if it still exists but you know i i asked my friend man i wish there was like a you know, like a software where he, he's like, yeah, there is. It's called Fruity Loops. I'm like, what? So I, so I started making music <clears throat> off of Fruity Loops. Yeah. And in grade nine, grade eight, grade nine, all throughout high school, I mastered that software. And I was making beats like drums, snares, mm. and, and piano and all that. So I had a keyboard and I used to play that. And yeah, it just grew, grew. Um, when I hit university, I moved on to other uh, softwares and I started creating more music more music and i used to you know um i was always a businessman i, I used to sell beats to, to artists <laughs> when i was like you know what i mean when yeah. i was in grade eight and stuff um so yeah i i always you know and then there was a time when i was 17 years old um i never knew i could sing mm. i never knew that but i would just hum and 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 one of the guys told me hey you can actually sing you should try to make a song i'm like ah it's not me, right? Mm. And then he's like, let's let's just try it. Let's try it. See how it sounds. And we tried it. And then, subhanAllah, ever since I've been, you know, I've been singing. And uh, and yeah, I uh, I got to a point where I'm like, how am I benefiting people mm. with with what I'm doing? Yeah. It was clearly not benefiting anybody because the stuff that we were doing is was very like, it was vulgar. It was not, you know. So I figured out a way to use my talent to to do good. And I never, like, it just clicked to me in 2015. I was like, wait a minute. I can actually do what I love and help people? Because I've always Mm. had that, you know, in me. Like, even when I was doing that type of music, I was like, man, I don't like what I'm doing. It's not real. I'm not living that lifestyle. Mm. So why am I even, you know, singing about this? Yeah. So I've always wanted to do good. And I found a way, you know, I found that Nasheeds was a way to help people out. And, mm. I st- and I moved on to acapella. At first, it was very difficult. I'm like, I'm used to producing music. How can I do it with my voice? Yeah. So I, you know, I just tried it. And it was it was all trial and error. Subhanallah. <laughs> 17 Subhanallah. years. Interesting. Very interesting journey you've been on. I mean, 
going back to the, the the whole music side of things i mean do you feel like a lot of people in that industry they do like you said they live that or they try to to portray that lifestyle that they're not even living and they're they're mentioning things in their oh, in yeah. their songs and in their there music there are many there are many of those uh, yeah. artists that are trying to portray a, an image mm. but then in reality they're not even those type of people but then there are those who are probably unhappy with mm. what they do but they're stuck in that lifestyle so they resort to drugs you know and subhanallah sometimes that they overdose and you know yeah what is what is from from your experience because you've come from that background you've seen it i mean what is the influence and we're not going to go into the the discussion of 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 you know music and, and right, the rulings right, right. but we're talking about the the influence that you've seen that the impact it has on people the negative influence we're talking about there are certain types of mu- uh, there are certain type of uh, music that that bring out the ugly side of you mm. <laughs> you know what i mean people and there are certain type <clears throat> of music where you have to take drugs in order to enjoy it really yeah like there are certain types of like i, I don't want to like you know i don't want to offend anybody or any you know whatever but there are certain types of music that that work effectively when you're under the influence mm. of either, you know, certain types of drugs like pills or, you know what I mean? And you go to a club to enjoy it. Mm. And, and and it's just like, you know, you're killing yourself, right? Um, but yeah, there are those type of music out there. Um, and it's just like, it's, 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 it's a horror thing, man. It's a horrific thing. You know, music yeah. is very, very powerful. It misleads a lot of people, you know. Um, there are a lot of kids that grow up listening to certain types of music that promote drugs and and guns and stuff like that, mm. and or or killing and stuff like that. And they'll go out and they think it's the right way, or or music that disrespects women. And you have mm. a lot of these kids growing up disrespecting women, calling them certain names. Mm. Subhanallah, man, come on, like that's that's the power of music. Wow, you so, know, and movies and these like there are certain movies yeah, and yeah. music videos out there that 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 um, that make little girls think that that's how they should dress or that's how that's what they should do mm-hmm. in order to be cool, right? It's very dangerous, man. And do you feel like that's that's basically what we're seeing a lot of today? Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, it's it's it's. We have to bring. It's I don't know, man. It, it's easy to say. Yeah. It's easy to say, but we got to save our youth, man. We have to save them because mm. we can't compete with the mainstream industry, and um, you know, it's like we have to save them. We got to do something. So we're trying. I'm like myself and my colleagues, like the people that are in the whole, you know, Nasheed yeah. world. We're trying to provide an alternative. Um, for the youth and you know you, like we're just trying our best we work hard every single day mm. to put out videos online and you know and uh, hopefully may Allah accept it man may Allah I mean, you know accept it from us what kind of uh, material what's the message that you're trying to I mean of course you can say it's a positive message but like for example like uh, you know I've listened to your album many times and you've got mixed messages in there you know mm-hmm. you've got you've got uh, a nasheed like Rise Up for example mm-hmm. Um, and then you have something like which is just talking about the wonders of Allah subhanahu yeah. wa ta'ala, right? Yeah. Um, so what what's the message that you're trying to put out there? Um, so 
there are a lot of nashids out there that um that talk about the prophet sallallahu so, so. which is is beautiful you're talking you, you the love you have for the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam you like you know even when i went to medina i went to his tomb and i just you know what i mean that's our prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam it's cool it's fine <clears throat> you know and but how many nasheeds are there talking about the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam so much so. right but what i try to do is i try to mix it up like you know maybe some people are are going through rough times in their life mm. how could i tackle you know those issues how can i talk about those issues like depression or you know anxiety and stuff like that mm. and um and uh or social social issues that we have in in our society right these are the kind of um topics that i like to talk about um and you know in in hopes that it might help someone um so it doesn't have to be necessarily uh, an islam when do we say like an islamic message like uh, you know mentioning allah's name and, mm-hmm. and the prophet's name which is beautiful like you said there's That's so beautiful. many nashids out there but we're talking about more of a you know a positive message to help someone maybe to inspire them so yeah, does it right. do you feel like every nasheed has to be you know like that islamic message in your face type of thing or can you do it slightly differently where you're using that mm-hmm. you know islamic ethos and, and the message and these are these are issues that i run into um people come up to me and tell me what you're doing is not a nasheed okay i'm like why is it because i'm not saying subhanallah 10 times or alhamdulillah 10 times mm. is that why or or you know what what is a nasheed mm. it's a cappella it's good words poetry like poetry mm. you know like um and it's just subhanallah like some people are just i don't know like there are different types of people right but nasheed in my vocabulary nasheed means um a cappella song it's an a cappella song promoting good mm. right a song what is a song it's a structured you know a structured piece where you know it has a verse it has like a chorus where you repeat certain time so it's an a cappella vocals only song yeah. that promotes peace promotes positivity right and that's that's what nasheed means to me like that's what i mean by nasheed mm. so it doesn't have to you know you don't have to say a certain amount of allahu akbar or you know rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam like you know i mean nasheed is a is a is a positive song mm. that's that, a key that, word. that might in- inspire someone or help someone deal with a certain type of issues mm. and and subhanallah i never knew this until people started coming up to me when they see me perform yeah and tell me we listen to you every single morning our kids like we're, we're we jump in the car and we listen to i'm blessed <laughs> we wake up in the morning and praise the praise allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yeah. say alhamdulillah like i'm blessed thanks for thanks allah for giving me everything that i mm. that i have right so the next thing i have to ask you is can you sing i'm blessed for us <laughs> <laughs> i knew that was coming i knew that was coming listen man you, you might as well now might as well right yeah <laughs> sure man yeah, for you anything alhamdulillah let's do it <laughs> all right bismillah it goes do you want me to do the whole thing or just half can i do half yeah let's do it. let's let's okay. let's do it let's do a bit of the song inshallah. all right bismillah so it's all about appreciating what allah has given you right it's 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 about you know thanking allah mm. because we have so much and we don't thank him enough you understand what i'm saying we we go about our day sometimes we get sad sometimes we get but think just just think for a second like brother like you're 
You're living. You have a life. Mm. You're breathing. You can eat whatever you want. Let's go for Thai today. Let's go for Japanese. Let's go for Pakistani. Let's go for Arab. Let's go for Turkish cuisine, which is my favorite. <laughs> and you guys have that a lot in London. Yeah, man, I love Turkish. So much. <laughs> um, so yeah, like you can, you have anything and everything. Mm. But some people don't even have that. Some people that are, you know, we all we all know where they are. They don't even have food to eat. Mm. So that's why I say, I'm feeling good waking up today. Got to say thanks to Allah for giving me another day. For the breath I breathe to the trees back to me. Can't you see? I'm living life in harmony. Got the sun shining down on me perfectly currently. Feeling the breeze from the sea. And the clouds giving shade to me, rain for me, patiently, growing the food that I eat. And we could never count your blessings, every second, so many lessons, got me turning to the heavens. Thanks to He for creating me, shaping me, sustaining me, praises to the Rabbil Alameen. I'm blessed. Praises to the Rabbil Alameen. I'm blessed. I'm blessed man. <laughs> that actually got me in my feelings, man. To be honest, like, sometimes it's just like it hits me. Like as I'm performing, sometimes it just, oh yeah. man, like you know, it hits me, man. It's beautiful though. Alhamdulillah. Like it's it's such a nice, like you said, it's such a nice positive message, and it, and it. And though you aren't quoting anything from the Quran, but that is the Quranic message. It is. It's faith inspired. Yeah. This is what Islam teaches us. Mm. I'm I'm going by what Islam teaches us. Mm. Doesn't doesn't mean I have to quote verses from the Quran, but it's what the Quran teaches us in the Absolutely. Sunnah. Like it's what our Prophet taught us. Yeah. To be thankful, to be grateful for Allah mm. and what Allah has given you. Right? I think I think to be honest, man, I think if we just Woke up every morning and just said, Alhamdulillah, like, mm. Alhamdulillah, and read your morning to adhkar, there's no reason to be sad. SubhanAllah. Alhamdulillah, it's, it's an amazing message. And um, one thing I want to just come back to that you mentioned, like, you know, when you said you, when you went to Pakistan, that was something that was written for you. Okay. Like, it was just part of the journey. And it's interesting because your, your album is called Maktoub. Which, yeah. <laughs> which which in which in Arabic means something that's written. Something so, that's written, what yeah. was the inspiration behind that? Because some people might think ah, maktub. It just sounds like a cool like right, Arabic right. word. You could you, um, know, you could have chosen anything. So why? I chose the the term maktub because, like, I've gone through so much. I've gone through a journey in life, right? Mm. And I came to realize that this is what I was meant to do all along, to inspire people. Because I have, alhamdulillah, for this talent that I have, I'm meant to use my talent to help people. It was written all along. I went mm. through, you know, this stage of my life, this stage of my <clears throat> life. And, and may Allah, you know, may Allah keep me on the straight path. Mm. We pray for that every single day. You know, um, I don't know what the future holds. I don't know what's going to happen. But right now, in this point of my life at this mm. point of my life this was what i meant to do it's maktub like it was written you know yeah. for me to put out you know meaningful pieces to help people this it was it was meant to be all along subhanallah uh 
where is where is where like because you said you don't know what the future holds where's the where's the nasheed scene or the acapella scene or the muslim creative scene where do you think it's going right now like what's the current situation because uh, just before the show we were, we were talking about how subhanallah like even in in just this country alone in terms of the artists the poets and the creatives there's so there's an influx right. now so like, what do you think of that firstly and where do you think the the nasheed or the creative scene is going um I don't think there there are enough. <laughs> we need more. Yeah. We need more. We we need more artists. We need more filmmakers. We need more writers. You know, um, <clears throat> with the whole Nasheed scene. Yes, Alhamdulillah. It's right now. It's on a positive slope. It's mm-hmm. you know. It's progressing. There are more people joining. There are more people releasing videos. Poets, Nasheed artists, rappers. You know, and rap is like. You know, it's usually frowned upon, but to be honest, it's rhythm and poetry. It's it's poetry. Mm-hmm. Rap is poetry. So we got all these people coming, and 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 right now, like, is the time that it's 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 the best time to join right now. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're if you're a young artist, you know, you I I I suggest that you share your art. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like put out what you might think could benefit whatever you put out it has to benefit someone that's my thing yeah. if i put out something that's that's not beneficial what's the point it's a waste of time right mm. i don't want to waste anybody's time i want to put out something that will will benefit someone so it's changing the the nasheed industry or i don't even mm. it's not even there's no industry <laughs> but the whole nasheed circle is yeah. is is expanding which is a good thing but we need an infrastructure. Yeah. We need an entire like, you know, you know, we can't like, you know, my, my, my good brother, my Muslim Bilal, mm. he was telling us we need an infrastructure, man. We, we can't compete with the mainstream industry. Yeah. But we have to try our best because a lot of the youth, they're, you know what I mean? Like they're, they're leaving. Mm. How can we bring them back? We need films. You know, positive films, halal films, mm. films that have that contain no, you know, like swearing or, you know, because right now everybody's on Netflix. Everybody's watching it. Yeah. And Lord knows what's on Netflix. Right. But we need our own. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Our own thing where we're proud of. Mm. It's ours. <clears throat> it's positive. It doesn't contain any nudity or anything like that. Mm. Clean clean material and it's not only nasheeds uh, it's a it's, it's the entire creative world the, the entire creative scene like mm-hmm. we need more poets more film directors more writers and we need to grow this for for our youth man yeah we need to save them it's interesting how it's not just you've mentioned it's not just the nasheeds but it's no. like every if everyone like does get together and creates that alternative um platform for the Muslims, then I think there's going to be so much out there. Alhamdulillah, we're already seeing it slowly, yeah. slowly. But uh, I think when the when the youngsters are able to have like the options, now it's like you know there's only one or two things. But when they have the options to like, you know, like compete, especially like to yeah. compete with the mainstream stuff out there, I think that's when you know we're definitely going to see a change. Inshallah, inshallah, inshallah man. I just I just think, and you know, one thing I I really like for parents. Mm. Okay, this is for the parents. If you find your child being a creative, push them towards that direction. Mm. Right? Because 
like it's it's sometimes it's hard like our parents came to this country or either the UK or yeah. or the west like the uh, North America or whatever they came in, into the country looking for the American dream or the Canadian dream or the UK dream right and obviously they want the best for their children right but if they knew how the whole art scene is affecting people and how that could help the youth mm. you know what i mean they a lot of them they push us towards oh go become a dentist go yeah. become a lawyer <laughs> right yeah. they push us towards that but if you see your child that's not a problem that's not a problem we need more doctors mm. we need more but it's not for everyone yeah right so they have to be there for their children and give them time time is what your child needs i have a son and subhanallah bro like i worry sometimes i travel a lot and i'm man i worry i don't have you know what i mean mm. it, it's a it's a it's it, it's a worry for me but time is what our children need and if you know exactly what your child is and wh- how his brain works mm. or her brain works you can like if they're a creative push them towards a creative scene if they like writing push them towards writing if they like drawing you know what i mean So I think more parents should you know recognize their child's ability yeah. and just you know promote like help them out support them mm. right because there are opportunities nowadays right it's not like yeah. before where you know if you if you did want to like become a creative it's just like Uh, you're yeah. not going to get anywhere in life but yeah. like now you like in and mashallah you're an example of this you know like mm-hmm. you can actually take your talent and your 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 creative yeah. side and you can turn it into something which right. actually not only is it going to inspire people uh, not only is it going to touch people's lives but also it's going to be like a an income for you like that like you know right. you're able to travel the world and you're able exactly. to meet people and you're able to to earn something so exactly. i mean that's something which uh, worked out for you mashallah very well right alhamdulillah yeah. alhamdulillah brilliant uh how about your advice for 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 people who are listening who now okay they they're ready right <laughs> they they want to do something with their with their talent <laughs> But they feel like okay, the fact that there's so many other people out there, like a competition, there's too much competition, yeah. uh, and and b, you know, how important do you think it is to to support one another, like as artists, as creatives, as 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 Muslims who are just trying to do khair and do mm-hmm. good, like because you know sometimes it's easy, right, to think, oh, you know, that guy's doing this and and, <laughs> and X person is doing that, and you know they 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 they've become successful. So how important do you feel feel it is to to just support? and to not feel that way. Um first off, I don't think there should be competition. Mm. Like this is not like we're all doing this for 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 one we should all be doing it for one reason. Right? Um when you say competition, I feel like I feel like instead of competing, mm. we should help one another. Mm. Two artists should collaborate. You know what I mean? Artists should work together, right? And and discuss the issues that that they face in the whole scene or, you know, and and how can we bring out new artists? Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Cuz right now what I see is everybody's out, like out for themselves. Yeah. Right? They want to secure <clears throat> their own bag, right? Which is I understand because we got bills to pay. Right? But we have to think of the bigger picture islam is about you know what i mean it's it's about the bigger picture it's about yeah. it's it's about the greater good right so we got to think about okay if i see a potential in someone right if i see that potential i'm not going to just leave them and let them learn on their own no mm. man 
we should grab that person you know help them out like there's there shouldn't be any competition right so, so support one another support basically support one another and work with with one another that's work with one another that's your advice alhamdulillah i'm going to i'm just going to go uh you know as one of the final sort of questions i want to just go a bit more personal now mm-hmm. just to help um people out there um and this is something that we speak about a lot on on this platform especially because in the day and age of social media mm-hmm. um you know you have people who now alhamdulillah they've taken that step and and they're they're gaining that following and alhamdulillah they're, they're able to influence people mm-hmm. and i know i asked you before as well how you how you deal with these things and you said you love you love the process of you know traveling and and inspiring people but how do you you know just some personal advice from yourself how do you uh, balance the you know the the the, the intention as well and um you know what advice would your what, what would your advice be to to the young people who are listening who might be you know their their intentions might be wavering and they might be getting a bit mm-hmm. th- themselves quite amazed of their own following for example so what's your advice to the to the millennial generation millennial <laughs> <laughs> am i am i included in that nah no am you're I, not no you're not, you're not included in the millennial mm. generation come on um <laughs> Uh, it's honestly, bro, it's a trickery of the shaitan. Mm. Like this, when the shaitan, you know, tells you or whispers and says, like, listen, you got so many people listening to you. you I mean, you're the best. You're the best of the best. Look, these people are praising you. Mm. Oh, this and that. And it gets to your head sometimes. Right? And you're like, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you know what? I am yeah. that person. But, brother, you're a human being. <laughs> Like subhanallah this is something I thought of yesterday. Mm. I was at a performance yesterday and there was there was like a karate um the children play, playing the karate, right? Mm. And their their um uh their teacher was there, right? And he like we met and they're they're like oh mashallah you're doing something good mashallah da, 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 right? And I thought these are just I, I'm a weird guy like these yeah, are thoughts yeah. that come to my head. I was like man if this guy just karate chops me on my throat my whole career is done wow you understand what i'm yeah, saying yeah. if anything happens to my throat right now i got to get bodyguards <laughs> <laughs> no but if anything happens to my my throat yeah. and i can't sing anymore my whole cuz i'm vocals only right yeah yeah my whole career is done so you mm. have to understand right this is allah's doing okay if you think oh i'm this i'm that Tomorrow Allah can you know ca- uh, cause something to happen where you can't perform, you can't do this anymore. Mm. Then what then what? Then what? So you got to renew your intentions. Who are you doing this for? Why are you doing it? Right? Is it for the money? Is it for the fame? Right? You have to you have to really sit down after every performance and just think subhanallah. Okay. Why am I doing this again? Mm. Right? Am I helping people? Yes. Alhamdulillah. Okay. Do I want the fame? Hmm. Do I want the money? Do I want... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you have to renew your intentions. Um, and, I mean, if, 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 if you're doing, the, doing it for the wrong reasons, you're not going to survive. Mm. You're not going to survive. Allah, Allah's watching you. Yeah. And um, it's, it's also important as well, you know, when it, when it comes to humility... 
because you know it's easy to start thinking you're better mm. um and you know like if you have if you have people who are supporting you for example um and and you're inspiring people and especially if they they look up to you then how important do you think it is to just to remain humble and and, and you know because it might be easy to think oh, you know I don't have time for these people, you mm. know, like uh, mm. I'm better than them. I don't want to mix with the people. But subhanAllah, like from the Prophet Sallallahu examples, we know like he was the the man, right? right, right. But he mixed with, with everyone, like mm-hmm. all of the companions, right? And he gave them time. Mm-hmm. So how important do you think that is? Okay, so <clears throat> there are some artists mm. that perform, right? And they just go straight to their hotel, don't give time to the, to the people. But then you have to understand Maybe those individuals have anxiety. Maybe those individuals can't be with a group. Mm, they're, mm. They're, they they panic. And I know some people like that. Mm. So other others might think, oh, these this guy is prideful. Like he doesn't mm. even want to spend time with the with the audience or whatever, right? Maybe they can't. Maybe socially they're like they can't be in that in that social circle, right? Mm. Which is like. I don't. I don't want to. Um, you know. I want. I want to clarify this because I. I know these people, mm. right? And I. Astaghfirullah. I used to think, well, why is this person just walking off stage, not mm. giving time to anybody? You're an artist. You're an influencer, right? But then I realized, maybe this person's not social. And I actually found out this person might not be socially. You know, they they might mm. not be comfortable in a, in a large group setting. Yeah. Right. That's a That's a big thing, bro. That's a big thing. Um, I try to, alhamdulillah, you know, alhamdulillah, I don't have like, you know, anxiety. I don't have, alhamdulillah. And that's all because of Allah. Alhamdulillah, man. May, may Allah never show me that. Mm-hmm. You know, you never know what mm. what they're going through, right? So best thing to do is give time to your audience because they're, they're there to see you. They're there. They came for you, mm. right? And I try my best <clears throat> to stick around meet people and that to me that's a i love that i yeah, love yeah. meeting new people i love i'm a social guy i love meeting people i love hearing their stories you know what i mean and i love being there for them right because i'm i'm in the service of people right now mm-hmm. and rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam um there was a story I, I i don't know the the hadith really well but i know the gist of it mm-hmm. and um there was a sahaba that came to him and he was like Ya Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Are you Am I your favorite? He made everybody feel like That's their favorite yeah, yeah, You know yeah, They're yeah. the That's They're the They're his favorite <laughs> Yeah I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry um, He made every He gave that vibe mm. And that We should learn off of We should learn from him You know Treat everyone Like how you want to be treated mm. Give them time Smile You know and give and 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 all and another thing is body language face them directly yeah because if you're talking to someone like this yeah 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 you know what i mean yeah. so rasul taught us body language taught, he taught all of that mm. right Com- proper communication right i i really think we should just you know learn learn about the rasul about our prophet sallallahu and and um, just learn learn from him and try to be like him. Yeah. Because he was the best of the best. SubhanAllah. He was the best. So I I try to think ab- about that all the time. Like yeah. I want I want people to you know, I want I want to give time to the people. Mm. You know, so 
Alhamdulillah. One final thing, right? Okay. Um, you, you have someone with a nice voice, right? Who can sing, but they can also recite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they have the, they have the, um, you know, they have the, they have the ability uh, to be able to recite Quran. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's easy to sometimes just focus so much on singing. So what would your final piece of advice be for, for those people uh, when it comes to the Quran? Never let go of the Quran. Mm. Never. Um, I don't know if I'm butchering the, the the hadith or the meaning of it, but from what I can remember, a hafiz means the protector of the Quran. Mm. Is that I don't know if yeah, that's yeah. right. So you are the if you can recite, if you are a hafiz, if you're, mm. you know, never let go of that. The Quran is the main priority here. Mm. It's the priority that is. We should incorporate the Quran in our lives every single day, even if you only know some certain surahs, yeah. right? Allah's not telling you you must memorize the whole Quran. No, Allah's not telling you that. Allah is telling you to read the Quran, incorporate the Quran mm. in your daily life. You know, you have to incorporate the Quran. You have to make the Quran a priority. Yeah. And give if you if you can just give two minutes. Of your of every day to the Quran, and I, and I point at myself first and foremost. Two minutes, right? Just read the Quran or recite, or you know, mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah. That's you know, the Quran should be in our lives every day, not nasheeds. <laughs> yeah, Alhamdulillah. <laughs> it's good to balance it, right? It's good to it's 100%. good to balance it. Balance is the most <clears throat> important thing. And since I asked who your favorite nasheed artist was, it's only right now to ask who your favorite reciter is. Oh, my favorite reciter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, hands down, Mishari. Mishari Rashid Al Afasi. I like the way, I like his uh, speed, his, yeah. his, his uh, you know, and, and he has different ranges. I appreciate, mm. I really appreciate his voice yeah. because it can go low, it can go high. I just, that's just my, that's my guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, like, I try to imitate him and, yeah. you know, that's how I, subhanAllah, like, I've memorized. A lot of surahs because of him. Just really? listening to him, because I'm an audit, audit, uh, auditory, auditory yeah, yeah, yeah. learner, and visual. But like, like I'm, I'm more auditory, and and mm. Subhanallah, like the way he recites, like I just it hits me right. And obviously, like the meaning should be, <laughs> like yeah. we we need to understand the meaning, right? Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, like that's how I would memorize, like listening to him. <laughs> Alhamdulillah, brother Elias, it's been uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to to have you on the show all the way from from Canada, and uh, honestly, I, I've really enjoyed my time with you as well. Um, whilst you've been here, and hopefully you've enjoyed it because it's not the first time you've been here. You've come here many, many times. So, inshallah, in the future, we hope to to have you back here as well. I mean, in inshallah. The studio, I mean, inshallah. thank you for having me, brother. I really appreciate it. And um, uh, you know, may Allah accept it from us. I mean, may Allah accept it from us. I mean, Jazakallah Khairan. Uh, you've really shared. A, you know, it's it's been great to to find out more about the the person rather than the artist. <laughs> yeah. Alhamdulillah. So Barakallah Fiq. Thank you. May Allah Subhanahu bless you for your Ameen. time. Alhamdulillah. It's been uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, having Brother Ilyas on the show and uh, hopefully you guys are inshallah enjoying the podcast so far we've got more and more guests lined up for you all inshallah before we go Brother Ilyas of course you, you've got a new album out um, where can we find that and, and where can we find you on the social media I'm everywhere <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah uh, I have my album everywhere everywhere Spotify yeah. Google uh, Google Play iTunes um, 
uh, I don't know, you name it, it's, it's yeah. there. It's there. Uh, Amazon, it's all there. Um, so check it out, inshallah. And, um, and you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, just write Ilyas Mao. You know, my name will come up, inshallah. inshallah. And, and follow on Instagram. Yeah. Thank you so much. And uh, inshallah, uh, from myself, Shabir, and uh, from Ilyas and the Umfi team, we'll see you next time, inshallah. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and to follow us on all the Umfeed pages. We've got more and more episodes coming for you all very soon, inshallah. Until next time, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.